This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. People that are called to do something, whether it's in the church or whether it's in the world, true entrepreneurs are always looking for opportunity. They're not looking for a paycheck. Opportunity. They're not looking for the dollars. They're looking for opportunity. Because they know if they ever get the opportunity, out of that opportunity, they will create their resource for life. They will create what they need to live on. John Wesley prayed this. He said, Lord, just give me a place to stand, and I'll change the world. Just give me a place to be vocal, and I'll do my best. If I can just get an opportunity. Hmm. Some of us get opportunities, and then we, oh, man, I can't do this. What did I get myself into now? What you don't realize is, is God gave you the opportunity. And if you miss your opportunity, if you step away from your opportunity, there's 20 more people praying, God, give me an opportunity. God, just give me the opportunity. Just give me the opportunity. Come on, somebody, say that. God, just give me the opportunity. Amen? If I can just get the opportunity, if I can just get the door open, I'll make something out of that opportunity. If you'll just use me, God, in my gifting, I'll do something with that opportunity. Now people get the opportunity to go, oh. These people are crazy. Don't they recognize that I'm anointed? Here I am laying my life down for all these people, and they don't do nothing but talk about me, argue and fight, put me down. God, why did you give me this opportunity? I was better off just sitting there receiving. Hmm? I know somebody's praying right now, God, forgive me. Hmm? You say, well, opportunities are risky. Well, sure they are. Of course they're risky. And not only that, opportunities demand sacrifice. They demand a lot of sacrifice. They demand your time. They demand your talent. They demand your treasure. It takes a lot to embrace an opportunity. And opportunities are unpredictable. It might look all good and rosy and go, that's a great opportunity. And you get in the middle of it and realize it wasn't the opportunity that you thought it was, but it was the opportunity that God wanted you to take. Hmm? You know what? You can look at every successful person in the church and you can look back in their lineage and at some point you'll come to a place in their life where their success began. They made a decision to seize the opportunity. And it wasn't some big, huge payload all of a sudden where they hit the lottery i'm giving you five million dollars to start your ministry buy a giant warehouse and fill it up well any idiot can do that with five million dollars come on somebody Mm, i ain't got hardly no help in here this morning Mm. god will give you a place to start and it ain't always going to start with the big payload It begins with a mustard seed moment. 
It begins when you take a step of faith in something small. When, when, when you looked at it and you reached out and you grabbed it and you, and you laid hold of it and it didn't look all that very big then. It was a little tiny thing, but it was your little tiny thing. It was your little opportunity that God just opened the door up and said, this is what I'm calling you to. Hmm? And the moment you laid hold of that thing by faith, breakthroughs begin to take place. Growth begins to take place. And something mighty begins to transform, not only in your life, but in the lives of those people that you've been called to. Listen to me. Players in the game, players in the kingdom of God are looking for opportunities. They're looking for opportunities. They're looking for the enemy to fumble the ball. They're keeping their eye open for an interception. When it looks like the enemy's about to score another touchdown, they're watching, they're running, they're on, the, they're on guard, and they look for the fumble so they can pick it up and score when the enemy least expects it. Those are people that are looking for opportunities, amen? Those are people that are looking to take over and take the kingdom of darkness back. They're looking to dominate the field. How many of you know God has ordained you for something? It's called dominion. He gave man dominion over this world. And for 6,000 years, we've let the devil have dominion over us. So what are you talking about? I'm telling you, God has ordained you to have dominion. My God. But the truth is, most of us miss small opportunities looking for the big breaks. We're always looking for our ship to come in. And half the time, we're down at the train station. Hmm? Zechariah 4.10 says this, Do not despise the day of small beginnings. What do you mean? You want me to clean the church? Well, yeah. Clean the church. God knows it needs it. Pick up a broom, amen? Are you asking me to stand at the church? Are you asking me to get here 10 minutes early? You know I show up a half hour late already, Pastor. You want me to be 10 minutes early? And you want me not just to be early, but you want me to stand at door and, and hug people and greet them and give them a bulletin? Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Amen? Hmm. I don't know about that. I'm called to preach. God has called me to preach, and I'm waiting until he opens up the door for me to step in to the anointing on my life. You still be waiting then. Keep on waiting. You will be waiting a long time. Amen? Did you know that Joshua began his ministry as Moses' personal assistant? Joshua was a nobody. He was Moses' little lackey. Hmm? He was right there. Moses said, hold this. Yes, sir. Don't say a word. Yes, sir. Matter of fact, Moses went to a mountain one time. He told Joshua, he said, stand at the bottom of the mountain. I'm going to go up and pray. Wouldn't even let him go up the mountain and pray with him. And not only that, he said, if a wild beast comes, a bear or a lion, take care of it for me so I can pray. In other words, let it eat you so I'm not disturbed while I'm praying. Hmm? Come on, I'm talking about small opportunities, amen? Most people in the church will say, well, I'm not staying here while he's praying. Who does he think he is? What, what, what is he doing? But how many know Joshua saw that as an opportunity in his life? He saw it as an opportunity. Elijah, how many know Elijah looked at Elisha, and he threw his mantle over him, and he said, hey, you come with me. He didn't beg him. He didn't command him. He, he didn't go pray for three weeks. He didn't fast for a month to decide whether he wanted Elisha in his ministry with him. He just threw it over and he said, you come with me. And guess what? Elisha went with him. In other words, Elijah gave him a small opening and he stepped right through the opening. 
He went. He didn't wait. He didn't hesitate. He said, this is my opportunity. I'm going to seize my opportunity. Amen. The Bible says that when Elijah opened the door to Elisha, that Elisha went out in the field, broke his plows, busted them up into pieces, built an altar, and then the oxen that used to pull the, the, the plow, he killed them, slit their throats, threw them on the altar, and sacrificed them to the Lord. He didn't leave anything to come back to. Hmm? In other words, I'm going to go all the way with you, God. I'm going all the way with this opportunity. And it has to work because if it don't work, I ain't got nothing to go back to. Listen to me this morning. Some of us have not come to our breakthrough moment in life because we're holding on to the old plow. We're keeping it for a backup plan. We're saying, well, if this don't work out, I can always fall back on that. Hmm? I can always get my plow. Can I just tell you this today? Players in the kingdom are just crying out for opportunity. Opportunity. Opportun- Somebody say opportunity. You know, I thank God for the staff here. We got 18 people on paid staff in this ministry. I thank God for them. But how many know more than, than being paid staff? It is an opportunity. It is an opportunity to change people's lives. You can come down here Monday through Friday and see what we're doing down here. Blow your mind. God has given us an opportunity. There's a few people on staff, they'd come for no money. I know they would. They'd say, well, I'm just going to do it and trust God. He'll take care of me. We got people like that. I'm telling you right now, we got people like that. Amen? But we're not going to get to our breakthrough moment if we don't leave stuff behind and seize the opportunity. Later on in the story, Elisha goes, gets through the school of the prophets and, and he learns all this stuff about being a prophet and he's following Elijah and Elijah gets to, to the Jordan and he says, Elisha, you stay over there by the Jordan. Elisha said, no, I'm going to follow you. I'm going where you're going. They get to Bethel and Elijah said to Elisha, he said, Elisha, you stay in Bethel. You stay right there. Elisha said, no, 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 I'm going to follow you. Elijah's going to Gilgal and he says, he says uh, Elisha, you stay there. And he says, no, 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 I'm going with you. I'm going to Gilgal. He said, no, I'm going to follow you. I'm going with you. He said, I done burned all my plows. I killed all my oxen. I ain't got nothing left to go back to. And wherever you go, I'm going. Whatever you do, I'm going to do. Because the day will come when you're going to get before the Lord. And when that day comes, I'm going to be right there to pick up where you left off. My opportunity is not leaving me behind. I'm going with the opportunity. Somebody shout opportunity. Hmm? I mean, Nehemiah was the cupbearer to a king. I'm talking about the guy that rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. He was the cupbearer to the king. That's how he started out in his ministry before he rebuilt Jerusalem. Amen? Small opportunity. You know what a cupbearer is? He's the guy that takes the king's wine and he drinks it to make sure it's not poison. Hmm? Oh, this is good. I feel fine. He did that for years before he went back to rebuild Jerusalem. Somebody in here needs to hear this today. You've got to start where you are. Quit looking for perfection. Quit looking for the large thing, for the big deal, for the great opportunity. Come on, amen. Well, I'll get it all together when when, 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 when the church is ready for my anointing. No, 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 no. You'll never do anything in the church except become a complainer. You'll criticize the word being preached. You'll criticize the people at the door. You'll criticize the guy cleaning the toilet because you missed your opportunity to do it. 
Well, they didn't do a good job cleaning that toilet. I could do better. Well, why didn't you do it? Hmm? Well, I'm going to get involved in church when I get this done in my life. There will always be something in your life keeping you from being involved. There will always be something. There'll be something on TV. There'll be something going on in your family. There'll be somebody coming in town. There'll be a reason why you got to go out of town. There will always be something to keep you from getting involved. And you will miss your opportunity. Hmm? If you keep waiting for it all to come together, it, come together, it ain't never going to happen. You just got to get started. Somebody say, I got to get started. You know, we believe in, we believe in getting water baptized. We're going we're gonna to do a water baptism soon. We believe in being completely submerged, not sprinkled. But that's the way you got to get in. You just got to jump in. You, gotta, you just got to jump in all the way. You can't just stand on the side of the riverbank going, gee, the water looks great. It seems so refreshing. And I'm so hot. I should really think about jumping in. No, just jump in. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists. Bug Off Pest Control, a corporate underwriter of WCNO, 